0: This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Welcome! Today, let's dig right into our great things. This is how we start every single morning. I think we do. I can't remember if we did it yesterday. I'm pretty sure we did. I'm hoping we did. So, (laughs) we're going to start our morning with our great things. This is an opportunity for you to take a second and recognize the great thing that you've accomplished yesterday or today take a second okay my great thing from yesterday was um I've been working on a statewide campaign and yesterday it launched which is a huge thing this will be the first time that this many markets have come together together (laughs) I'm officially a toddler (laughs) have come together to run a campaign, and this gal talking to you right now launched it. Um, and it's, it's only one step in the direction of where we need to go, but you have to take that first painful step to get anywhere. So this is the first painful step. Definitely isn't going to be perfect. Definitely going to be a lot of learnings from this, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think most of the time in life, it just takes taking that first step and being willing to take that risk and not know, you know, dive in without knowing what the reward will be. Just dive in. And so that was my great thing. I launched a statewide campaign yesterday. This would be the second. One, this one is larger and more encompassing than the first one that I launched. So this is very exciting stuff, people. This is groundbreaking work and I am doing it. So there. Mm, I'm great. And so are you, good listener. Go ahead, take a second, write it down, say it out loud. Whatever you need to do, just make sure that you are owning your greatness So let's dive in to what we're about to talk about today. I can't get past the fact that we are all originals. Like you're crafted up by a higher being. To do something amazing and you don't know what that purpose is. You're just supposed to go through your life figuring it out. Isn't that amazing? Like, there are all these things that could impact your life, that could change it, shape it, move you, and you don't know... What the lows and what the highs are going to do to you, and you don't know the direction, and you don't know how all of this is going to line up and make perfect sense. Isn't that crazy? And everybody's view and journey is different. Isn't that crazy? And as you go along the way, along the road, you start to put these puzzle pieces together and start to get a better understanding of what it is and what it takes and who you're going to be, right? Go ahead and let your jaw hit the ground because that's amazing. There's no one in this world with your exact purpose or passion or drive and you can sit there and say no there are a million people making ugly sweaters right now because it's cool and I can't go make an ugly sweater company uh by the way yes you can right the what you bring to the table is unique and you can't write off your passion for the risk of someone else already does it. I don't have value here, right? Yesterday I was watching a video and I can't remember who it was starring, you know, because I'm a really great podcaster and I do a lot of research And the speaker was just saying something to the fact of if you have an idea or something that you're called to do, you should do it. Even if it's a bad idea, it's still your idea and you won't know if it's good, bad or otherwise if you never do it. And most of the time... They're actually good ideas. But a lot of times we just stop there. We overthink the impossible. We challenge ourselves so much that we never get it off the ground because it will never work. Right? How many times have you said that about your ugly sweater factory? And I want you to challenge the impossibility of your dreams. Right? Oh, I could never go be a doctor. I just don't come from that bloodline. I just don't... No, dude. Stop it. Stop it right now. Bloodlines and all things encompassing don't mean that your passion can't drive you through that. You don't know. Your passion your calling whatever it is and that's the beauty is that there are a million people places timings things that are put in our lives to drive us towards what it's supposed to look like and I think about this when I think about my children who were never meant to be my children um which doesn't make sense if you just listen to what I just said but I never envisioned having kids I always thought that I would just be the cool aunt which by the way I am both things a mom and the cool aunt (laughs) but I'm not like good at infant Two, Like, it just isn't my strength. I don't quite understand. It's the coolest thing ever with my own kids, but I'm not great at it. Like, I talk to kids like they're adult humans. I don't understand why I have to, and I don't do it all the time. Like, trust me, I am truly the craziest aunt when we're trying to get a picture or when I'm just loving up on babies, but I'm not... Uh, great at it like other people like my sister is such an amazing baby toddler adolescent child whisperer she's the best and I just never really envisioned that I would have children uh, until I met my gorgeous husband and there was no choice but to carry on that bloodline and now that we've had two children that's plenty I don't know I feel like One was plenty, but it just felt like there was this hole that needed filled. And Baylor filled that hole and then some. And so, I understand now why I needed to have these children. Why it was important. Because this gal right here tends to be a uh, crazy intense workaholic figure it out get it done whatever it looks like and those children of mine created balance in my life gave me a reason to not enslave myself <laughs> give me an opportunity to be present And without them, I wouldn't have that balance. And that's the beauty of life, is finding beauty in the balance. Knowing that you can't be all work, no play, and what brings that balance. So maybe that looks like you and your spouse. Maybe said spouse is the workaholic And maybe you're the fun, spontaneous, free, living and loving person. And where that can create a whole lot of friction, trust. You have to look for the beauty of that. The beauty of the balance of all of that. There's no perfect situation. In fact, if you're paired with someone who looks exactly like you you probably end up living a pretty fruitless life not saying if that is the relationship you're in that it's not going to work everybody has their own balance right and i think that's what some people are put in our life for is to challenge and create a new balance right A new understanding of who you are and who you can become because of this person. We don't get people put in our lives just willy-nilly, here's a person. You know, I think through the little humans that I've created and who they are as people and how that challenges and grows me as a person And it's easy to sit here and say, find balance, there's beauty in it, right? But truly living that and what does that look like? How do you live out balance in your life and appreciate the differences, the opposition that people create in your life? Because... Without that, it's pretty boring, right? It's fruitless. There isn't a perfect world where you can live without balance. Without finding the beauty. Because trust me... When you are the exact opposite, I have a great example, my husband and I are pretty much polar opposites when it comes to anything that we're about to do, right? He needs an exact, well-crafted, well-communicated, exact plan every time. And should we deviate from said plan? (laughs) You can prepare yourself for a meltdown. I... Need no plan. In fact, when there is too exact of plan, it makes me severely anxious and nervous and it makes me feel like I've been backed in to a corner that I can't escape and I don't like not having options and it makes me very nervous. So you can imagine how much of a problem that may lead to. Right? (laughs) And that's the beautiful part of it. It takes so much balance and figuring out those people and those instances that are worth working around. So when we're planning anything, I know that we have to have enough of a plan and structure in place for Jordan to feel comfortable and confident moving forward for me to feel comfortable for me to find balance in what that looks like for me I like to plan in like a option A an option B and an option C And fully plan all of those options and be able to go down any of those paths that were led down. And for Jordan to feel comfortable divulging from the plan and for me to feel comfortable not having such a structured plan that I'm bored to death, I can plan out three options and have choices, right? And they are well-crafted exact plans but there are three of them minimum because if there are one to two uh, baby's going to be put in the corner and she doesn't like being there because there's not enough options there people okay please don't put baby in a corner she can't handle it that's me I can't handle it please don't back me in there I can't only have one choice it really makes me nervous I don't like it I need options okay and we so here's a real live example of this uh, last spring we went out to Oregon because we've never been there and we are um, we liked the idea of Oregon and all the things that it is and we just wanted to see it and so we went out to Oregon And if it were a perfect vacation to me, I would just throw a suitcase in the car, take the car to the airport, fly a plane on out there, figure it out when I get there. Because I love the adventure and I love not knowing what we're going to do. So for Jordan to find this to be a successful vacation, we should probably have a very strict itinerary. And this is where the balance part comes in. We had (laughs) a loosely strict itinerary. And this is where the loose part comes in. And this is where Jordan went a little bit crazy. I like to find cheap hotels, the cheapest parking options, the cheapest everything, cheapest flights, cheapest everything. So that means that we're typically leaving at 5 a.m., which doesn't bother me. I wake up at about 3.30 a.m. every day. So 5 a.m. is sleeping in and it doesn't bother me. But I like cheap flights and cheap parking and all the things. And I've always been told that airport parking is expensive and you shouldn't do it. (laughs) So we arrive at a hotel which has off-site airport parking and a shuttle And we get there and because I don't like to be backed into a corner and don't like to plan things out, because I live for the adventure of vacation, I don't call the travel company. I don't call the hotel to figure out what we need to do, where we need to be, how we need to make this happen. (laughs) So we arrive there on time. Except for on time is about a half an hour late for their time at the hotel for when they need to have things set up and structured to be successful. So they're like, well, you can just Uber there and leave your car here and you won't have you already paid for the parking and that's fine. But if you take the shuttle, you're gonna be late. So we try to find an Uber, can't because guess what? Eh, it's about four o'clock in the morning and we're in like rural Minnesota at this point. <laughs> Jordan's about to lose his mind. So I'm like, let's just drive to the airport. I'll get a refund on that parking because we're not parking there. And we'll just park at the airport. I don't know how expensive it is, but it probably isn't that bad. So we get there, we park at the airport, it's not even that expensive compared to what we're doing. I mean, we're maybe saving about five bucks a day, right? And considering the workaround, is that even worth it? No, probably not. (laughs) So we park at the airport, we get all checked in perfectly fine, perfectly on time, if not early, and we're good, right? But if it were Jordan's plan. That all would have been perfectly planned out. There's no chance that we would have missed that shuttle. (laughs) And no problem. So that was a little crazy. That was my bad. I didn't plan it at all. And I should have had a plan to make everyone feel more comfortable. But I didn't because I don't like to. (laughs) I kind of like the adventure of all of that. I mean, it was crazy. Certainly, we might miss our flight. It was crazy, but super exciting. Love the adventure part of it. (laughs) So, (laughs) we don't miss our flight. We don't pay an arm and a leg for parking. We're good. The rest of the vacation really looks like this. We have five days there, and we know that we want to go to three places for sure. And For Jordan, those three places, he, every day, would wake up, Google map, plan out, figure out. And for me, the vacation was super exciting because we never knew which place we were going to go to which day. And so... For me, that was just enough variety and excitement to not know what the next day looked like for it to look awesome for me. For Jordan, he would strategically plan each day as the day came and really figure out how many hours it was going to take, what we were going to do where, where we were going to spend whatever. And he would only get anxious when... when we didn't quite know when we'd be back and how traffic would flow but for the most part it was kind of perfectly structured because we found the balance of me needing less structure and less planning more walking wandering and finding and Jordan needed needing perfectly planned structure and Where that balance came in really was in the variety of the days and me not knowing where we were going to go and not knowing what was going to happen and Jordan being able to plan exactly as each day came. And that led to a lot of madness, but a lot of security. And those two instances allowed us both to be balanced in what this vacation looked like for both of us. And a lot of times we fight those things, right? And if I were succumbing to Jordan's view of it, we would have it all perfectly planned out day to day, five weeks before we even stepped foot in the state of Oregon on a plane headed to Minnesota like before we even thought about it but I don't like that that makes me anxious and so Jordan finding a balance he knows that it's going to take (laughs) some variety and some anxiety for him for the vacation to be balanced for me as well because that's important and we tend to fly by the seat of our pants because uh, this girl loves taking a good lost back road. So much so that one time when I went <laughs> Christmas shopping, I was like, oh, I've never taken this way before to a place that I normally go Christmas shopping at, probably about an hour and a half away, to a place that I've been many, many years, no big deal. But I was like, oh, I've never taken this route home before this is exciting well it happened to be a super mushy day and I happened to turn down a level b road and uh level b roads for those of you who don't live in Iowa or places where roads that aren't concrete exist level B roads mean that they're mostly mud not really gravel not really taken care of and you shouldn't drive on them and you definitely shouldn't drive on them on mushy days like today but I was like oh my gosh what a fun adventure I've never I've never been down a level B road I've never driven this way home before this is very exciting Ha! Man, I just thought this was going to be a plain, ordinary, I've been here before type of day. And here we are on a new road home. Um, don't do that. You shouldn't do that. So I <laughs> venture down this road and I probably get about a mile in and I'm like, oh, so all wheel drive on a vehicle doesn't mean four wheel drive. And we're about to get seriously stuck. And when I say seriously stuck, I mean like mud up to the car level. You almost can't see the tires. So then we call for the free towing. uh, That's on my insurance plan because, well, Hannah doesn't make great decisions all the time. So it's good to have that planned in. And so we call for the free towing and the, the... tow truck on its way down the level B road to get us goes off of the road spiraling out of control flooring it trying to get to us because this road is inoperable at this point and he finally makes it to us and he went sideways about three different times in the ditch trying to get here trying to get some traction and Uh, He finally makes it to us and he's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get you out, uh, but I will try. So probably about an hour or two of trying to get us out, he finally gets us out. I mean, it was an act of God. I don't even know how he did this. So my basic tow plan would cover a normal toe of about a hundred bucks. <laughs> the basic toe is not what we were talking about. Um, so it ended up being, I don't know. Like somehow I talked him into keeping it under the thousand dollars that it probably should have been. So he ended up charging... 300, 100 of that was covered. And we only paid um, $200, which was madness, because it definitely should have been more. But guys, I am telling you, it was so exciting to not know where we were going. It was a terrible plan. But this just speaks to my need for adventure. I I even struggle to drive the same route to work every day because it just isn't enough. It just isn't exciting. I just don't know. It just gets so normal and so plain. I mean, I love the four seasons because when it finally hits winter, when we finally have snow and ice and craziness, I'm challenged again it becomes difficult. I don't know what's coming. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to work or not. I don't know if it's going to be super slick or not. Like, ooh, we're kind of bouncing in between 32 degrees and 34 degrees. And I don't know, maybe that's black ice. I don't know. Ah, it's crazy. Right? And I love that. Because it's unstructured, because there's chance, because I don't know what's coming next, because I can't even make a plan if I wanted to, right? And to Jordan, that shit's crazy. Don't even come at me with that. I can't make a plan for black ice. I don't know how to overcome that. Is there, are there trucks out? Is there sand? Is there salt? Can I win here? Right? But there's so much beauty in that and and that's where beautiful relationships I believe happen the the balance of who you are as two separate people and when you come together and do things find beauty in that balance because I think we're naturally inclined to want to fight that right to want to make them exactly like who we are in order for it to work but you can find balance you can plan trips that are planned out and exact but also have room for adventure right and those two things coming together and finding the beauty in that balance really is what sets your soul on fire. Now, I'm not saying drive down level B roads just for adventure like me or crave black ice and crazy weather conditions. Please don't be like me. It's not safe. And I'm not even like a crazy adventurer. I'm just like, please get me out of a normal everyday routine. I go crazy there. Okay? Um, so in anything, it doesn't have to be a relationship with a spouse. It doesn't have to be a relationship with your kids. In anything, people are put in your life to find balance, to balance you trust. There is a greater power putting all these chess pieces together and trying to help you navigate your way to your purpose right and I know my children my husband the people that they are are helping to structure a better version of me to venture off into what my purpose and calling for this world will be so always be looking not to fight The balance, just find beauty in it. You're different people, no matter who you are, you know, you with your mom, you with your dad, you with your um, siblings, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that relationship is, find beauty in the balance of it.